This is Pete Moore wanted to officially announce the release of Time to Win Again, 52 takeaways from team sports to ensure your business success. I wrote this book over the last year. I think you're going to love it. Good to great meets Where's Waldo. Pick them up for your team. Time to win in 2022. Happy to come to your club, your studio, your company, and talk about ways we can optimize business and win going forward. Go Halo. This is Pete Moore, Halo Talks NYC on location, Lone Star State, with one of the biggest and best influencers over time in the Halo sector, wearing her Zumba necklace and teeing up the final and the most anticipated podcast of Ursa 2021. Petra Robinson, welcome to the show and thank you for your patience. Thank you. You're killing me. All right, good. <laughs> so why don't, uh, for the few people that don't know your background, why don't you kind of talk about your progression in the industry and we're going to talk about what's going on currently and how you think things are going to play out. Okay, cool. Well, originally I was just going to tell you that uh, I immigrated from Germany mm -hmm. to New York, Long Island. What town? Uh, Wanta. Okay. But graduated from North Belmore. Okay. Yeah. So I went to Westbury. I, I grew up in Westbury and I uh, went to Clark High School. So we used to play Wanta, which is black and yellow mm -hmm. is the color scheme. And Yeah. Yeah. My, my ex actually grew up in Westbury. Really? Yeah. And went to CW Post. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So fitness industry. So speaking of the ex, uh, we actually ended up in Iran in 78, 79. Wow. He worked for Northrop. And so I had been sort of an exercise nut, right? In those days, uh -huh. calisthenics, right? Yeah. And uh, that's like stretching and aerobics for people that are, <laughs> that know what a Rolodex is. You might know what that is. If not, yeah. We'll modify the terminology. Keep going. Yeah, so I just I started teaching classes in the apartment building that we lived in, and I was like, "Huh, I can do this." Wow. Come back to the states, started taking jazzercise <laughs> with Judy Shepherd Missit. Sure. And then about six months later, ended up in Saudi Arabia for almost five years. Wow. And that's where again trial and error. I was not trained in the business. I was actually an art major. Huh. And uh, but you know you're one of those people where someone says, "Do you know how to do this?" And everybody else takes a step back. And you're left in the front. Okay. That well, I, was I, I sense that you also take a step forward, though. Sometimes. Okay. okay. Sometimes. Not all the time. All right. Not all the time. Anyway, so yeah, over those years in Saudi, I learned how to teach classes. I, you know, we would come back and forth to the states. I'd take classes with Judy, Jor, um, what's her name, uh, Jackie Sorensen from Aerobic Dancing. Mm -hmm. I never took Richard Simmons' live class, but, you know, did uh, did some of the, the videos. Okay. You know, and then just brought that all back and just trial and error, just put it together. Came back to the United States and got certified uh, by AFA, one of the first, one of the first ones right. um, in 86. And uh, that started it. I was picked out of the lineup and asked to work, actually, for AFA. And uh, I did. And again, trial and error. They uh -huh. needed somebody to run their convention. Oh, wow. I had no experience. Okay. Step forward. <laughs> and, uh, On actually, the job experience. Totally. By Petra. I know. Well, I know. That I should write a book, <laughs> you should right? Do that. You On know, the job. called Trial and Error. Yeah, you wanna. Yeah. Yeah, you wanna learn something? Just do it and then you'll figure it out. Right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so did that and um, just kept getting more and more involved in the industry, educating myself more, uh -huh. obviously. And, you know, long story short, that's, that's how I got started. And then just, I was VP of AFA for 10 years. 
produced the aerobics and fitness championships nice. with AFA. That was a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's where I got to meet a lot of the movers and shakers that are still in business today, like Philip Mills, for example, from Les Mills. Mm -hmm. He was the administrator for New Zealand for that team. And so, you know, it was a really beautiful time in the, the late 80s sure. and the 90s for fitness. That's great. So tell us what, what your objectives are today, what you do at these shows and, you know, where you want to spend most of your time. Yeah, so the shows, actually, let's back into it. With, with Zumba, we do about 100 to 120 trade shows a year. Oh, wow. Even for, for this last period during COVID, we did over 100 virtual events. Yeah, and uh, which was wonderful because it kept that community together, right? Mm -hmm. Especially our Zumba community. And when you say trade shows, you're, you're talking about for the Zumba-certified nope. market or for nope. external? The Arnold, Rimini Wellness, FIBO. Okay. And we just did one for FIBO, actually. we, we got to get a list. I didn't even know there were 120 oh, trade there's, shows there's around tons. the world. Yeah, okay. There's tons. We gotta, yeah. We should post all that, Dave. I can send you a list. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We should do that. I think more people are going to want to go and... Whether it's virtual or whether it's networking yeah. or just kind of get back into the flow. And well, I think next year, because we're just finishing our budgets, mm -hmm. right? And so for next year, we've, we've got about 102 shows. And, you know, some are big and some are small. Like one of the biggest that we do is Remini Wellness in mm -hmm. Italy, where they have generally 230,000 people. Wow. Uh-huh. Over the four days. Is it really it more like a consumer it's both. Show and, and it business. is. Yeah. Yes. It's consumer fitness enthusiasts. It's huge. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like the biggest giant fitness party that you'd ever go to okay. besides Zumba, of course. Right. Um, but yeah. And then some of them are small. You know, they have like maybe three, four hundred. But they're all important because gotcha. you have access to the people. Yeah. So what have you seen um, over the last several years that gets you most excited about where the industry's going? Maybe what what you're doing you know, with, with your brand and with your network? It's a good question. Um, I, I think, I, you know, I, I really don't know where we're going yet. I mean, I see technology as, yeah. as a key component, and we definitely obviously had to embrace it <laughs> this last sure, course, 18 sure. months and, and really ramp up because, you know, like for us over at Zumba, it was kind of a challenge because we're live. Yeah, and it's all about the energy and the... Yeah. It's almost like molecules, you know, and, and, and it's just not the same experience. Like w when we were putting this book together, not yeah. to plug the book, but <laughs> I want to do a hardcover book because I want that... This is the experience I want you to have when you flip it. And it's tactile. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, you could say, okay, the Azuma class, you know, uh, um, video on demand, that's great as like a to keep you healthy, but that's not the, that's not the relationship I want to have with you. Exactly. So yeah. it's really, it's almost like, yeah, I'm going to put my money towards digital and we're going to go hard on it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I don't want that to be the lead. Well, we don't want it to be the only experience, right? Right, right. You know, because that sense of community that, that right. Zumba has done and many other brands, you know, they, they do it as well, you know, maybe on a smaller level, mm -hmm. but during COVID, it really brought the community together. Mm -hmm. um, first, we had to ramp everything up because we were not prepared, right. you know, to put everything on VOD, right? Sure, sure. Or live stream or whatever. Right. And so we created the tools for our instructors to be able to learn how to do that because they had no idea how to do this. Sure. And so we created Zumba.Dance, which then we, on average, have about 700 classes a day globally. globally. Oh, because all, all of your instructors are... are Right. Yeah. I mean, Zumba has such an interesting 
business model. Maybe we should just educate people for a second on mm -hmm. the business model because it is different than a franchise or it's different mm -hmm. from, you know, exclusive territories and, and so on and so forth. So maybe explain how it how it started sure. and how you basically are saying, I want everyone to be able to experience this and, and, and be in business and I'm not gonna put up roadblocks for you to deliver our passion. That's is that exactly a good way it. to do it? That's, that's exactly it. Okay. Because right, are you hiring? Because I could, <laughs> that'd be part of the marketing we're team. Always, there. We're always hiring. Yeah, in case kidding? we don't get the, an advertiser for the podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll text you. Keep, right, yeah, keep you. me informed. Yeah, yeah. no. What meet we you did, in Wontaw. <laughs> you know, I haven't been back in, the in decades. The Dinah. The Dinah. Um, no, but the whole idea was to make it scalable, yes. right? Yeah. And also make it accessible. So I helped actually put the program together 17 years ago. Mm -hmm. And we decided not to make it a certification, not to have testing, because uh. we want people to be able to come in at any level and enjoy the experience, whether they ended up teaching or not, doesn't matter. So l let's just go down that path for one second mm -hmm. so I want people to understand. Because most franchisors, if I'm, a, if I'm a franchisor and I'm head of franchising, I might get 100 applications in mm -hmm. if somebody wants to open up a Gold's Gym or yeah. a studio, what have you. I'm probably saying no at least 95 out of 100 times. With Zumba, you don't really have to say no ever. No, and first of all, we're not, model, yeah, we're not right, a franchise. Yeah, we're not a franchise. You're not a franchise and you're not. And the license right. stays with the instructor. Right. Okay, so we have hundreds of thousands of instructors globally right. that hold the license and they can teach anywhere they want to, mm -hmm. from home or church or gym or wherever, mm -hmm. temple, doesn't matter. So given the fact that you don't test out, mm -mm. right, like most other modalities and, and, and programs, was there an assumption that the people that deliver the best experience are going to turn this into a profession and that's going to quality control itself? That's one. Two, right from the beginning, again, because of my AFA right, past, right, right. we affiliated with AFA and with ACE to encourage our instructors to get a professional fitness certification because what we teach them at Zumba is very basic as far as the fitness right, side. Right. And then we focus on the dances and the exercises and putting the, the choreography together, right? Gotcha. Um, so our goal is to get them certified through all of our partners out there. Got it, got right? it. So you're basically yeah. saying, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a program, but I'm you it's you, the foundation of it is is for someone else to certify you, which kind of gives you a little bit of mm -hmm. di not distant, Dist yeah. a little bit of distance, yeah. right? To say I'm not responsible for for that part of it, but I'm gonna give you the program and the, and the revenue opportunity and community building and the apparel and the, the support. Right. It's a really interesting business model. I mean, I've watched it over the years and I'm pleasantly shocked at how amazing it, it continues yeah. to be and proliferate. Cause a lot of things, you know, like you've, you and I have seen over the years, like mm -hmm. some of the things you mentioned before, you know, they have a five or 10 year life cycle yeah. and then they kind of disappear and kind of get recreated. And Zuma has really had staying power throughout. And one of the reasons to lead into your question sure. is Zin. And Zin is our Zumba Instructor Network. And that is the magic sauce, the secret sauce, because that's the monthly membership program that our instructors belong to. They pay a monthly fee. For that fee, they get more than any other brand, and I say this honestly, any other brand in the you. industry 
because the, yeah. that's the company's focus is this is our way of educating them. Right. So they get new, they get a whole one hour workout choreography for free music not for free but you know for their membership sure. marketing materials they get discounts on the zumba wear i'm sure you've seen our zumba people are very bright and bold oh yeah and, yeah. and they're not shy about telling no but that's also no. you know deliberate you know because they feel like they're part of a community yeah and they're very proud you know to wear that that zumba gear um so the zen program is really important and it keeps them first of all it keeps them connected to the company and each other but it really does give them all these tools and and the zen members were the ones that really benefited from VOD from from learning how to teach mm -hmm. at home during covid so i'm going to make a statement and then i want to ask you about how you'd respond to this so if somebody asked me like you know what tell me top, the top three things about myself I'm going to interview myself for a second. Just hang on one second. Okay, here we go. Now, I'd say, like, okay, I'm an athlete. Um, I was just writing this down. I'm an athlete. I want to help people succeed, and I do soul cycle, right? That might be the three things that if you said to me, hey, well, tell me three things about yourself, I'd probably include soul cycle in that top three. So I'm assuming almost everyone in your network, they define themselves as I'm a Zuma instructor. This is what I do, even if it's not their full-time job. So... How has that organically evolved and how much does do people internally say, you know, I'm basically one of the most important things in these people's lives? That's a really good question, but I think I, I bring it back to that sense of community that we started right from the beginning. And, and to be honest, with Beto, you know, Beto is the creator sure, sure. and then the other two Albertos are the business side. Mm -hmm. And... You know, he made everybody feel that he was accessible, yeah. that he was their instructor, you know, personally, no matter how big he got yeah. over the decades, yeah. you know. And so is that there's this sense of connectivity where and accessibility. And for the longest time, even now, you can email, you can email him, mm -hmm. you can email the Albertos, they will email you back. Yeah. And who does that, yeah. you know? The, the interesting thing about... Most successful companies start, there's a DNA of, mm -hmm. of, of a person or, or a frustration or a passion that then turns into to a company. So a lot of people come to us and say, hey, I've got this really awesome idea. We're going to put like a spin bike on top of an elliptical machine and you're going to like go upwards and down. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so one, what frustration are you solving? And like, what's the DNA of the company? Like you're just trying to become the next something, but typically the next something of Uber or next something of Peloton that doesn't doesn't work because it, there's no there's no DNA to it. There's no frustration that was solved. Yeah, with, with Zumba, I, I don't think there was a frustration, but it was just actually a joy. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. you know, the, the philosophy is just wiggle and giggle. You right. know, whether you can do the moves or not, it doesn't matter. And the other thing with Beto, when you, when you watch that man, he makes it look so simple. Right. And he makes it so that you have a level of success. And that's, you know, brilliant. And, and the charisma that he has. And what has happened is that that has filtered down to the instructors. I mean, it's, it's the community. I can't talk more about the Zumba community because they are, <laughs> I'm going to say, it's almost like a cult. You know what I mean? Sure. Like they are yeah. so passionate. A positive passionate, cult. That's nothing wrong with that. Very positive. Yeah. I mean, and, and they also help each other. You know, so there's not a lot of that competitiveness. Right. Yeah. Oh, 
we're entering a very interesting point that I, in this conversation, that that triggered something that's a, I think it's important for people to understand. This company was built based on joy, right? Totally. And it was based on proliferating that joy to everyone and not saying no to anyone. Mm -hmm. And the business model basically ensures that there's no obstacles to finding joy. Mm -hmm. So in your business, our listeners here, which I'm sure is going to get a lot of podcasts, think about what you bring to your business and, and what barriers you put up to people getting into it and try and figure out a way to, to re-engineer a business model to, to not say no. It, it, yeah. there's, something, there's something deep about how this business was set up. Well, and I have to be real honest with you. I have to give Alberto Perlman and Alberto Aigion, and actually Beto too, the credit for that. Because right. again, my AFA hat at those day in those days was kind of still screwed on pretty tight, right? Yeah, yeah. And but but so you came from that perspective, so you can't re-engineer your own, right? You, yeah. yeah, testing. You know, I figured, right. okay, some testing, yeah. and the guys were like, no, if we do that, to your point we're not gonna succeed. We're not going to allow people that want to be able to experience that joy. Yeah. Whether they ever teach or not, it doesn't matter. Sure. You know, a lot of times you'd be really surprised if you go into one, like a big instructor training, a Zumba instructor training, mm -hmm. you can look around and there are people that you know will probably never teach, but they're coming because they wanna learn how to do it better. Yeah, and sure. they even join Zen. Again, why? Because they want to practice at home. They right. want to be better. So it's a really unique dynamic because you've got fitness professionals coming in yeah. and you got consumers, yeah. just ordinary people. You know, you know what people don't talk about in this industry is when somebody tests out and they don't, like you, you're doing a bar certification or you're doing some certification and they say, oh, like we had 10 people and, you know, three of them you know, test it out and then and we hired them. No one ever talks about what are those seven other people saying, right? They can't be saying anything good about your brand. They can't, they're probably saying that there's something manipulative about your process or there's something that's not fair about it. And those seven people are now alienated from you as a member, as a potential employee, and probably telling like at least 10 of their friends, you know, hey, I should have made it. I don't know what happened. This woman did this, or this guy like treated me. No one talks about that. And in Zumba, you don't have that because mm -hmm. it's, the business model is not structured that way. I think it's really important for people listening here is really dissect all the different layers of your business or what you're trying to provide, and then engineer the revenue model and the cost structure in the license or instead of the franchise or the certification versus the program. It, it, there's something really interesting about how this business was set up. Well, I think you, you hit it there. You have to have some easy entry point, okay? Just a basic entry point that people can come in, feel somewhat successful. Maybe they won't be, you know, the top fit bro, but at least let them in. And sure. then you can keep training them and right. grooming them. And then hopefully they'll be at the level that you want them to be. But, you know, I agree to tell people, no, you're not good enough. Right. You know, and, you know, and years ago, you know, at AFA, I don't know too much what we're doing right now. But when we did have the certifications, you actually got a review afterwards. Mm -hmm. if, if you didn't pass they actually told you, well, during your sit-ups, you did da 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 So work on this. And so it was a very positive way of giving criticism right. 
without so, exiting someone from the exactly, cult. Exactly, then, yeah. and then you got to go and retest for free. So, you know, again, make it easy for people to come back to you. Sure. With the improvements that you're recommending, right? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you, you spent a lot of time in a lot of different areas of the world, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, over the next couple of years, where do you plan to spend your time and focus? Well, I think the next few years, for sure, we're going to have the trade shows. I mean, on average, I travel in a normal year, I travel at least two weeks out of every month, you know, domestic and international Mm -hmm. to the different trade shows. Um, I definitely will probably do that (laughs) again, Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll see how Mm -hmm. 2020 right now we're all going in with eyes open and hopeful that it's going to be at least maybe... I don't want to say half, like 2019, but close. Gotcha. Yeah, so I do see myself doing that. But, you know, on the other hand, too, you asked, you know, like, what what are you good at or how would you? So my three things that I would say to you is, you know, what's important to me is my, my, the family is first. I've got three sons and a grandson. So that, thank you. Um, I love, obviously, I love Zumba. I am Mama Zumba, by the way, you know. Um, but the other thing that I'm really good at is connecting people sure. and bringing them together and then letting them talk amongst themselves, you That's know, great. and I like, I do like doing that and I would love to do that a little bit more. That's great. Down the road. So finish up with, uh, I know you've got a number of, uh, great quotes. So <laughs> do I give us uh, give us one. <laughs> I well, don't you know. mentioned one at the beginning. Well, you mean my Joan of Arc? Yeah. Yes. So meet all challenges with courage, strength, and faith. And I, and I honestly, to be honest, I really do say that to myself pretty much every morning. That's great. Before I head out the door and just, and then the other one, you saw the necklace I have on today, yeah. and it just says, be victorious. So, you know, try to be your very best and also hopefully be a role model for your family yeah. and for the people that are around you. That's great. Yeah. Well, it was great to finally meet you in person. Thanks for coming on the show. Look forward awesome. to seeing you at other networking events and we can hand people off to each other. I would uh, love that. This has been a pleasure and good luck with this, with you. your book. Awesome. Amazing. Good. Great stuff. I'm going to sign it for you. Time to win again. Be victorious. Thank you. Go Halo. Go Mama Zumba. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.